millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. Naturalhempoil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. Visit naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new ebooks titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. 
www.fighterflare.com. Order now. Something wicked is coming this way, and only fools are ignoring the signs. So it's time you became a financial prepper like thousands of others. Gold can travel anywhere. It's international. It's its own currency. Allocate to gold now, the timeless safe haven asset. Open an IRA with noble gold investments to physically hold coins and bars and let real, tangible gold, not just paper, save your portfolio as the economy burns again. Right now, Noble Gold Investments offers a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin with every qualified IRA. Just use the promo code code GOLD to claim your free coin and secure your family's financial future. Go to noblegoldinvestments.com now. noblegoldinvestments.com This performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. RPN is not responsible for the views, actions, statements, or opinions of its guests, advertisers, or even its viewers. The information contained in this program is not to be confused with medical or legal advice. An appearance on this platform is not necessarily an endorsement. But as always, we encourage you to do your own research. Enjoy the show. Good evening, everyone. And welcome back to another exciting episode of Red Pill News Live. Hope you guys are having a great day. Well, proving the old adage that it's only illegal if the conservative members of America do it. Right now, there is an insurrection happening live at the U.S. Capitol. And of course, the Capitol Police just rolled over and pulled their pants down. I was really hoping to see some rubber bullets or maybe some tear gas flying, but obviously that's too much to hope for. Also, in Congress... The clown show continues with the continued votes for Speaker of the House. If you guys wouldn't mind, I would sincerely appreciate it if you hit that like button or the red pill. If you shared the show on your favorite social media platform, you guys, quite honestly, hitting the like button is the quickest, easiest, and most obvious way to show that you you support this channel and this program specifically. The insurrectionists pulled their pants down, Brian. Sit back, relax, and grab your popcorn, because we're going to be right back after this. 
So recently, I've told you guys about a breakthrough new anti-aging remedy that I've been using that keeps me energized all day long. I just take a teaspoonful of C60 Evo olive oil in the morning, and I notice better mental focus, flexibility, and physical endurance. Now, it's rare to feel improvements this quickly. I also end up sleeping deeper at night, so it's really helpful. Their peptide and ESS60 hair and lotion renewal formulas are exceptional because they really work. And C60 Evo's lab has been manufacturing this Nobel Prize winning miracle molecule for 32 years in their Houston, Texas Patriot-owned lab. ESS60 is the upgraded version of the Carbon 60 molecule. It's specifically made for both people and pets. It's a potent and effective way for people's lives to be improved all around the world. So maximize your health and enjoy noticeable results with C60 Evo organic edible oils, skin serums, and pet products. You can buy with confidence from C60 Evo, and you can use my personal code for a discount at checkout. Simply go to c60evo.com forward slash redpill78, and then when you're there, use code redpill78 for an additional 10% off your entire order. Once again, that's c60evo.com forward slash redpill78, and when you support my sponsors, you support this channel. All right. Welcome back. Thank you so much for joining us, Brian. I got to say over there on pilled.net, I absolutely love that gremlin sticker. I'm trying to add it to my favorites. Yes. Submit for channel. Yes. All right. Awesome. Uh, love it. So listen, guys, I have absolutely no idea what the hell is going on. Uh, the, the, the fog of war is thick right now. It seems like we get a narrative and then almost immediately it is turned on its ass end and we hear something completely different. We're going to go all around the world today. But before we do, I want to first show you if anybody out there is confused in any respect about where to find the time that the show begins. Let me first say, Monday through Thursday, every single day at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So you make the adjustment for your time zone, but it's always 5 p.m. Eastern because I'm in Eastern Time. I have this program right here, Red Pill News Live. It's the same Monday through Thursday. It's going to be that time slot for the foreseeable future. I don't see myself changing it. So just if you want to put that in your calendar, you'll always know, hey, man, I can go to Red Pill 78. I can hang out with Zach Payne at 5 p.m. Monday through Thursday. And then on Fridays, it's always at 9 p.m. And then on Saturdays, it's always at 9 p.m. And then Sundays we have off because that is uh, the day of rest, uh, at least here in America. So. Let's take a look. Let me show you a handy-dandy graphic that I created. Not so much a graphic as it is a screenshot. So here is a screenshot on screen of my show in a web browser with the chat popped out. So you don't see the chat here because it's on another window that I've got opened up on my desktop. But you've got the title of the program right here, DC Clown Show Continues, 22 Turncoats Now on Red Pill News Live. Just below that, it's the name of the channel. You've got the join button, which if you want to become a monthly member of my Rumble channel, I believe it's through locals, but you you, uh, uh, submit to uh, have $5 per month donated to the channel automatically. If you do that, I sincerely appreciate it. There's many of you out there who do. And then you've got the unfollow button or the subscribe button. If you're not subscribed, please subscribe. Uh, If you are subscribed, do not hit unfollow because you will no longer be following me. 
and you won't get notifications. There's even a place where you can go on the app to uh, tell Rumble how often you want to get notifications. If you want to get notifications every single time I go live, you can actually specify that. But you have to go to my channel in the Rumble app, and I believe there is like a menu option right there on the homepage. And then just to the right of that, you've got the like and the dislike button. Now, at the time I took this, um, I hadn't refreshed the page, but currently we are sitting at 71 likes, and it'll make that 140 likes. Thank you very much for coming through, RP78 fam. But every single time you come in, if you just wouldn't mind just hitting that like button, just make that the first thing you do because then it lets everybody else know, hey, this is a great show. They they might put it out there on the leaderboard. They might put it on the homepage, and then we'll get a whole bunch more eyes on the truth. And then uh, next to that, you've got a button for comments. If you click that, it takes you right to the comments down below. You can also embed it on your own website if you want, or you can click share and then share it directly to like Twitter, Facebook, Truth Social, and all that. Now, take a look just a little bit lower, and you will see that there is some additional information. I'm going to make this real big so it's as obvious as possible. So you've got a link, another link to my locals page where you can join it. I'm thinking I'm actually going to start doing locals members only streams. Uh, and if you're a uh, follower on, I don't know, like uh, a sub- subscribe star or something like that, uh, I'm going to see about integrating all of that together. But up until this point, I've just been so busy. It's very difficult doing this all on my own. And so uh, I haven't been able to do that, but I want to make an effort to do it. And then just below that, You can see this little tab right here, which says live stream begins, and then it gives you the date, and then it gives you the time, October 18th, 5 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. And at the time that I took this, uh, it actually had a countdown. It was less than 10 minutes to the point that I go live. So you can look at the time right there, and then you can actually look at the countdown if you second-guess yourself and say, oh, okay, the show's about to start in 10 minutes. It even tells you that this is a podcast, and it's uh, uh, based on trending news, which is exactly what we're talking about. So I hope that was helpful for anybody who has been confused. At least once a stream, somebody asks, and I don't know if they're new or if they just don't know uh, how the the setup is, but Rumble has changed on a number of occasions. So I want to make sure you guys have all the information that you could possibly need to make sure that you're here to hang out so we can go through the news and talk about what's happening in the world. So thank you very, very much for hanging out with us today. Uh, Let me see. Better not leave Rumble like everyone else is. No, I'm, I'm not going to be leaving Rumble. Um, I, uh, I'm committed to Rumble. I'm committed to Pilled. Uh, and those are the homes uh, for this program as far as I'm concerned. All right. So first of all, in the wake of the insanity taking place in the Middle East, Joe Biden had a meeting in Israel with Benjamin Netanyahu. Uh, there was an immediate blowback from several Muslim leaders in the Middle East. They were also supposed to meet with Joe Biden. They called it off because there was a very specific event that took place. Again, that's part of the fog of war. We're going to talk about that in a minute. But As the tensions are rising up between the Muslim world and the Jewish world, uh, the tensions are also rising between the United States and the Muslim world. Well, uh, we had a number of incidents taking place in Islamic countries all around the place uh, where essentially mm, protesters, maybe terrorists, maybe militants, uh, they began demonstrating and even doing a lot more at American embassies. First of all, here from the Daily Mail, the U.S. Embassy in Beirut 
was actually set on fire as a riot erupted. And the State Department is telling Americans do not travel to Lebanon. Lebanon has been safe for a long time. This is kind of crazy to see this going on. Uh, so how did they set the embassy on fire? I mean, the whole thing is surrounded by a fence. Well, I, I guess these guys came equipped with Molotov cocktails. Uh, they also threw them at the consulate in Turkey uh, and also at a number of other places throughout the world. We'll talk about those in a minute. But protests in Turkey, uh, Adana, uh, Beirut, Baghdad, Amman, this is essentially every place the United States has a presence, a diplomatic presence, or you can read that as an intelligence presence because the embassies are little more than outposts for the CIA to do their clandestine missions and have an excuse to hang out in all of these various nations around the world. But riots are raging as we speak right now. Anger against America for our support generally among the government uh, for Israel. Israel uh, is really strong right now. Uh, and Hamas, of course, is out there sending messages to the Islamic people of all of these nations, suggesting that they engage in demonstrations and even rioting and violence. So setting fire to the embassy last night uh, continued on throughout the evening. And uh, this morning, the protests erupted at a new level. Uh, Hezbollah also called for an unprecedented day of rage. Hezbollah is Lebanon's Islamist militant party. Now, all non-essential State Department staff have been told to leave the city. As far as I know, they've been evacuated. Right now, we've got a level four travel advisory that's been issued to all Americans. If you're planning to go to Lebanon, I'd say it's probably not the best time to go. Uh, but these protesters, they might call them mostly peaceful protesters, uh, considering the fact that uh, the vast majority of the mainstream media now is uh, supporting radical Islamic terrorism. Uh, but these protesters have, in fact, been pushed back into the streets from the embassy proper, uh, and the Lebanese military is clashing with them, and apparently they're yelling, F America. This is really nothing new. If you've been around since the uh, the fall of the Shah in Iran, then you've seen uh, people in Muslim garb and, uh, and, and the like screaming, death to America, F America. It's the kind of thing I've seen my entire life. But while the riots in Beirut were escalating, President Biden is went and visited Benjamin Netanyahu in the nearby nation of Israel. Uh, of course, he pledged ultimate support for the Israelis uh, in the conflict against Hamas. He also asked Benjamin Netanyahu to allow for diplomatic missions and relief missions to come in and uh, bring supplies and medical kits and, you know, and water, anything that the, the citizens of Gaza might need. Uh, and despite that, you know, these riots erupted in other places. In Turkey, they were they were hurling these fireworks and Molotov cocktails. They were chanting Allah Akbar on Tuesday night. Uh, now, the U.S. consulate in Adana, totally closed. Everybody shut down. In Buenos Aires, Argentina, which is not even a Muslim nation, this is a Latin American country, there was a bomb threat against the U.S. embassy, which also triggered an emergency evacuation, not only of the embassy, but also of surrounding buildings. Now, at this point, we don't know if it's credible. We don't know if there ever was a bomb. All we know is that the bomb threat happened. People were evacuated. Uh, and then we've also got anti-Western protests taking place as we speak in Britain, France, and then uh, a number of other Middle Eastern countries. 
The image on screen right now, uh, this is the Lebanese army soldiers carrying a wounded colleague who was injured by one of these American-hating Islamic extremists. Uh, and, uh, of course, they're standing in solidarity with uh, Palestine and the people of Gaza. Uh, here we have another image of soldiers in the Lebanese army kind of scuffling and tussling with protesters during this demonstration. Obviously, this image makes it appear that these guys are you know, basically getting their ass is handed to him by the Lebanese army. We have no idea what they were doing before that. Uh, here we have another image of what appears to be Lebanese army soldiers bracing for, I guess, perhaps uh, uh, projectiles being thrown at them. Uh, also looks like this soldier has a stone in his hand. So maybe that stone was thrown at him and he's about to hurl it back in fastball fashion. I don't know why he's not carrying his gun. Here we have several protesters uh, that are throwing stones towards the riot police during this demonstration. Obviously, you can see from the look on this guy's face and then, of course, the masks these other dudes are wearing, uh, they have begun the tear gas. They've been popping the tear gas canisters all over the place. And, of course, we have the ubiquitous uh, image of a woman, an innocent woman, being hit in the face by one such tear gas canister. Uh, you know, I, I mean, I have little sympathy for people in these types of situations because you go to an event like this and you basically know what's going to happen. Um, you know, the reason that uh, people on January 6th didn't expect for something like this to happen is because nobody was violent. Nobody was doing anything except standing there and basically singing hymns, chanting, uh, you know, uh, Trump 2020. Uh, it, it was nothing like what you see in these places. Nobody had Molotov cocktails. Nobody was uh, doing anything uh, uh, overtly violent towards the soldiers. It wasn't until the soldiers, the, the Capitol Police, started shooting rubber bullets and pepper balls and uh, tear gas canisters and flashbangs. And, you know, that has a, uh, a particular way of getting people kind of worked up. Here is an image of a protester hurling fireworks at the soldiers. You can see in the uh, behind the smoke here, you've got all kinds of razor wire that's been set up. Uh, but the uh, U.S. military has also intercepted a couple of drone strikes uh, that were aimed at American bases in Iraq. Uh, and at the same time, there were protests in Baghdad. Uh, if you can also think back to uh, the days of Benghazi, this kind of has a similar feel. It, it almost uh, is as as if you've got a level of coordination taking place here. You've got uh, demonstrations, protests, riots taking place in all of these various areas. It's stretching the resources of the United States and their allies. Uh, and then in the midst of all that, we have uh, some drone strikes coming in. Uh, I heard that these were apparently sent from Iran. No word on whether or not that is the case right now. Uh, I forgot to mention we also had uh, 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 incidences of outbursts taking place in Tunisia and then Tehran itself. Not sure who it is that's protesting in Iran. If these are people who are protesting against the Ayatollah or these are people that are protesting in favor of the Palestinians. But as Biden and Netanyahu came together, um, there was uh, uh, a conversation about that incident that I teased a little bit earlier. Earlier. And before we get into that incident, uh, we've got to show you some more images from these protests, which are currently taking place at uh, U.S. embassies all across the Middle East. Here is actually some video. Let me take it out of this mode, and we're going to put it into this mode. We're going to go to Anna Paulina Luna. 
So this is a protest um, outside of the U.S. and Israeli embassies in Jordan. I guess they're right next to each other. But as you can see, there are a lot of people. All right. Uh, Muslims are uh, I, I think they have a higher birth rate than uh, other uh, groups of people. I, I believe I've heard that before. Don't quote me on it, though. I mean, let me just say uh, this. This looks like this group of protesters, if they wanted to, they could probably pull a Benghazi. They, they could easily overpower this single file line of police in Jordan. And things only get worse from there. Here, we also had protests in Morocco. In Syria, in Qatar, I'm not kidding when I say the entirety of the Muslim world is up in arms. Uh, this is going to get bad, in my opinion. And, you know, who am I? I'm just a guy with a microphone and a camera. Uh, here are protests. Um, this is uh, actually this is a group of videos from the various protests. Let's take a look. I'm on Jordan right here. Turn that down. Tunisia. Istanbul, Turkey. Lebanon. Law Akbar, they're saying. Syria. Iraq. Lebanon. And they just keep on coming. Here we have the fire set at the U.S. Embassy in Lebanon. Let's take a look. Yep. Bakalakadaka Street. Run! Here we have uh, Lebanese protesters raising the Palestinian flag over the U.S. Embassy. That's kind of disrespectful, don't you think? All right, so hundreds of Muslim migrants are also protesting and rioting in Greece after news of this Gaza hospital bombing. That's the key to all of this, and we will talk about that in detail. Now, their demand is that they be allowed entry into Europe, as if Europe wasn't screwed enough at this point. But hundreds of illegal, they call them economic migrants, protested and rioted at the Samos Asylum Center in Greece after news broke out about this alleged Hamas hospital bombing that took place earlier today. The protesters chanted, they demanded entry into Europe, and the European leadership is stupid enough to let them in. Uh, this is the same asylum center, allegedly, where the Muslims cheered on news of the bloody Hamas attack on Israel. I mean, what do you expect? 
Of course they're going to cheer for it. Uh, you have, here we go. I've been saying for over a decade, <laughs> over a decade before I even did shows that allowing this unrestrained immigration from all of these Muslim nations into these Western European countries was going to be supremely bad, uh, as bad as you could possibly make it. You're basically importing an army of military-aged men who are going to be happy to wage intifada or jihad on you and your wife and your children. They're going to be just fine cutting your head off with a machete, <clears throat> Or keeping you alive as they engage in some really horrific activities with your uh, with your family. Uh, now, it's uh, really interesting. Uh, I mentioned this before, but just watching the dynamic that's taking place across America. You know, after the United States was so just laser focused after 9-11 on stopping radical Islamic terrorism. And then we began to import these people. And they told us that we were Islamophobic if we were scared about the things that they took our freedoms away so that they could tell us that they weren't going to happen to us. Uh, and gradually, they just let more and more of them in. Uh, and eventually, now you have some of them working in the Biden White House. Uh, here is uh, Nejwa Ali. She's an officer at the Department of Homeland Security. She posted this meme, uh, which includes, I would assume, a Hamas freedom fighter uh, flying in on a uh, paraglider on, on a parachute uh, over the, what is that, the Dome of the Rock. Uh, obviously, they're getting ready to wage jihad on the Israelis right there. So Charlie Kirk says, F Israel and any Jew who supports Israel. I have to, it's in quotations. So I assume that's a quote directly from Joe Biden's DHS employee. She actually was a former PLO spokeswoman, uh, and they hired her to work as an adjudication officer for U.S. Customs and Immigration Service. And this is a job that allows her to decide who gets into America as an asylum seeker and then who gets left out. I wonder if she has been one of the people who has been um, barring white South Africans from being able to achieve asylum here in the United States because they're getting their farms taken. They're being slaughtered uh, by the ANC. But this is uh, really par for the course. Uh, it seems, uh, and it has seemed for a long time, that the United States is under the control of people who hate it. I think that's so patently obvious, and it just gets more and more crystal clear by the day. Now, we are also seeing riots here in America. In fact, right now in Washington, D.C., there is a live insurrection taking place. And I don't use that term lightly, but I do use it with great pleasure because what they did to us on January 6th was unforgivable. And what is happening to them now is something that I don't think they're going to be able to fully maintain control over. So you have pro-Palestinian protesters who are clashing with cops, attempting to 
jump over barriers to get to the White House. There have been Palestinian protests outside the White House for some time. If these were conservatives who were attempting to jump over this fence, who are attempting to get to the White House to protest anything at all, they would have already been arrested. They would have already been shot with tear gas and rubber bullets. But of course, we can't appear to be Islamophobes. Let's go ahead and take a look. I just want to say again, this is like all over D.C. proper right now. Look at these morons blocking the street. I got to say, I think it's hilarious when people do this stuff and then cars just keep going. Democrats, what hath ye wrought? This is the definition of F around and find out. See, as you can see, the more you around, the more you're going to find out. Absolutely. Yes. And 6969 Hard Knock News. That is correct. We have covered that ad nauseum here on the channel. Hamas was created. They were put together with Islamic extremists from the fringes of Palestinian society because Israel felt threatened by the Palestinian Liberation Organization, which was a secular political organization. Uh, obviously, there is a direct attempt to ensure that the Palestinian people never have the ability to self-govern, that they always will need to be occupied. And uh, I think that it was a major mistake. Uh, I think that it's quite obvious that what we're seeing right now is just another incarnation of Western intelligence agencies creating the very problem that they are then tasked with trying to eliminate. And right now, this is exactly what's happening here. They allowed children to be radicalized. They allowed these people to be completely brainwashed by the communists. And now these communists are turning on the very people that are expecting them to vote for them. So do you hear what they're saying? And did you see the guy with the yarmulke on? These are not simply Islamic protesters. This is a mixture of Jews and Muslims who are protesting against the Israeli government and their treatment of the people of Palestine, uh, which uh, I am 100 percent behind. I I think that peaceful protesting makes a lot of sense. Um, But what I find to be hilarious is the irony of these particular protests against the politicians who have helped to inflame this situation. 
So right now in the U.S. Capitol, some of these protesters have pushed their way through the doors. They have entered into the holiest of holies. Remember the United States Capitol. Do you think that Nancy Pelosi's daughter is there with her camera getting footage. I don't think so. But Marjorie Taylor Greene posted this image right here. And somebody, maybe her, she took a picture of one of these protesters' phones over their shoulder. And they are in what appears to be either a telegram or a text message group. Maybe it's Signal. Actually, I think it's Signal now that I'm looking at it. And the title of the group is Global Intifada. Remember when I said that it seemed like there was an element of coordination here? By Jove, you better believe it. These people are well coordinated. It's not that they were so coordinated that they could sneak past Mossad and the border guards at the massive fence, the border wall surrounding Israel. That right there was Israel's 9-11. That was allowed to happen because elements inside the Israeli government wanted something like this to take place. But at the same time, they allowed for that to take place. These people have been coordinating all around the world. I guarantee you there are elements of the United States government who have also learned about this. But we have radical Islamic terrorists inside the United States government who perhaps have simply allowed for it to slip through the cracks. And then you have people who just hate America in its current incarnation, and they don't want it to be anything like it ever was in the past. They want to create that communist state. They want to take people like us and re-educate us and force their values upon us. Uh, I wonder how (laughs) – do you think that the Islamic protesters – are at some point going to rise up against uh, the LGBTQ faction here in America because the left is so fond of them too. They have these disparate groups that simply do not mix. And I think at a certain point, they're going to have to choose between one or the other because you go to some place like Iraq or Iran and if, let's say Iran, if you're an Iranian and uh, you're a gay man, and you want to remain alive, you have to go through sex reassignment surgery. It's very popular over there. Um, I don't know what the rate is, but they simply do not abide by homosexuality. They will kill you if you don't want to become a woman. Uh, But you can see here, global intifada. I find this to be Fascinating, 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 fascinating. Why? Because that is essentially an admission of terrorist planning right there. Uh, it's not like January 6th. It's not like January 6th when there was just a whole bunch of people hanging out. All right, so here they are inside the U.S. Capitol and outside the U.S. Capitol. Look at that. So there's a sign there. Okay, look at this. There are so many people outside the Capitol. You've got a huge group of people inside the Capitol. And you've got, again, a mixture of uh, Muslims and Jews that are protesting against the military action that's taking place in Israel. Now, I I may not agree with the way that the uh, Israelis have treated the Palestinians, but I think that uh, as soon as there is a military attack in the way that there was, I mean, you're going to have a war. There's just no way around it. Here, let me turn this up. (laughs) 
it's getting rowdy. Uh, they are definitely tussling in a couple of places. Looks like here, uh, it almost looks like perhaps they've set off some sort of uh, smoke bombs, uh, maybe some tear gas. May- maybe the protesters have set off fireworks or something like that. I'm not real clear on what's happening, but uh, hundreds of American Jews are holding a sit-in at Congress, and they won't leave Congress until we ask for a ceasefire in Gaza. Uh, and they're claiming that thousands of U.S. Jews are protesting outside. 350 are inside, including two dozen rabbis holding prayerful resistance. Now, my problem is that uh, this type of resistance has already been adjudicated in U.S. courts and federal district court in Washington, D.C. to be an act of terrorism. Uh, and uh, do you think that Congress had to call off for the day uh, after these people came on in to the U.S. Capitol? I mean, you better believe it. There's no way. Uh, now, the one thing that unites all these people, regardless of their religion, is that they are radical leftists. OK, uh, they are not necessarily about um, peace uh, so much as they are about getting their way. Uh, as I said, uh, I, I want everybody to stop killing each other. Um, but un- unfortunately, it's just not that simple. Uh, there is a way forward, but it's going to take a massive use of diplomacy. And I truly believe Donald Trump is the only person who can go ahead and do that. Uh, yes, Cassandra Rumble, this is in the U.S. This is in the U.S. right now. Uh, now, um, let's see here. Let's continue on. Um, this is a story that I actually had never heard of before, but apparently there was a tape that was made uh, back in, I don't know, I think 2006 or something like that. And why does this not want to work? Uh, back in 2006, an audio tape of Hillary Clinton proposing to rig Palestinian elections. Um, let's see if she was willing to rig elections in 2006 in Palestine. Do you think she'd have any compunction about making sure what the results are in elections here in America? Let's go through this in detail. Uh, September 5th, 2006, Eli Chomsky, he was an editor and staff writer for the Jewish press. He interviewed Hillary Clinton, who was at that time a shoo-in for re-election as a U.S. senator. Now, this tape has never been released, and it's only been heard by a small handful of Jewish press staffers who were in the room. But Chomsky recalls being taken aback that anyone could support the idea that the U.S. should be in the business of fixing foreign elections. Eli, where have you been? How could you think that this is not something that's been happening? I mean, the United States has been involved in a number of actions such as this all around the world. Uh, Brad and I did a show on this not that long ago on Altered State. Uh, I believe that the CIA has been directly involved in the deposing and rigging of at least 80 elections, uh, 80 governments all around the world. Uh, listen, we're going to talk about the rest of this story on the other side of this break. Sit back, hit that like button. If you haven't yet, show me that you like the show. Show Rumble that you like the show. We'll be right back. Bitcoin ETF is all the rage right now, and that's because a major financial player is just now resubmitting their application for a Bitcoin ETF. So as a result, investors are thinking this is just over the horizon. Mainstream adoption is right around the corner. Now, add to that, lawmakers recently voted to set guidelines on just when and how crypto firms should register with either the Commodities Futures Trading Commission or the Securities and Exchange Commission. Now, while all of this is good news, an ETF only gives you 
exposure to crypto, not direct ownership. The whole point of cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin is to directly own an asset with a finite supply that is outside of any government influence. And my digital money can help you do that. With my digital money, you own your crypto, whether you invest in a crypto IRA or with a standard trading account. Now, remember, it's important to diversify your portfolio. And when it comes to a crypto investment, direct ownership is of the utmost importance. So don't get caught up in the excitement the media is trying to spin because nothing beats owning your own crypto and nothing beats investing in crypto through my digital money. Not only are you able to invest with them using a crypto IRA, but also a standard trading account, and it's all in the same platform. You also have the assurance that your assets are going to be put into a trust. That means that no matter what happens to my digital money, your crypto is always safe. So if you're ready to invest in cryptocurrency, do so with MyDigitalMoney.com. Once again, that's MyDigitalMoney.com. The link is in the description box below. And I should also tell you they have excellent U.S.-based customer service, so feel free to give them a call with any questions you might have at 833-636-2008. Invest with MyDigitalMoney.com today, and when you support my sponsors, you support this channel. All right, we're back. Thank you for sticking around. Somebody said they have a cult-like adherence to the idea of election integrity. Absolutely. Uh, I think there's also an element of knowing that, to a degree, these things are fixed. Uh, but also, they just believe that government, big government, is the best thing. Uh, that's what we need. That's all we need is more government. We need more regulation. We need, we need more federal agencies. Of course, I think that is poppycock. I think the, the less government we have, the better off we are as individuals. The more freedom, the more liberty we have. Uh, let's see. Also, what was another, uh, two, two, two. Um, Sister Golden Hair Sarah, I'm not certain how the coverage is uh, on this stuff, but uh, I feel like it's it's pretty straightforward. Um, so uh, hopefully I'm uh, I'm reporting on it uh, to your satisfaction. But um, let me uh, let me just continue on here. Uh, so Hillary Clinton fixing elections in Palestine back in 2006. That's a long time ago. If they were doing it in 2006, they were doing it well before 2006. So. They say that Clinton appeared to make a questionable moral equivalency when discussing elections in areas controlled by the Palestinian Authority. Well, you know, it's Palestine. Why wouldn't we fix the elections? She weighed in about the January 25th, 2006 election for the second Palestinian Legislative Council. This is the legislator of the Palestinian National Authority. And it was the point at which there was a resounding victory for Hamas, 74 seats. This was over the Western preferred Fatah, which received 45 seats. Now, I believe ever since the uh, the assassination of uh, Yasser Arafat, uh, that's basically when Fatah kind of fell out of favor. And it's when the Palestinian people, you know, decided that they needed to be more militant. You know, I mean, we people get to a point where they want strong, decisive leadership. And uh, you take a look at World War II. Germany was in shambles after World War I. Uh, the, uh, the economy was broken. People were hurting really, really badly. And so Hitler was able to take people and bring them together and uh, make the economy good again. And so people were like, great, you know, we're just going to go along with whatever. Uh, and uh, and, and that, that's all too unfortunately what happens. You know, I mean, the, the pendulum really does swing from like, you know, uh, uh, revolutionary to reactionary. And uh, 
for me personally, uh, I'm always trying to be as level-headed uh, and sensical as I possibly can be. But unfortunately, there are just so many people out there who are just completely losing it. They have lost it. Uh, I have a lot of faith in humanity. I have a lot of faith in the United States of America, our resiliency. Uh, and I, I look at what's happening in the world and even here in America uh, and, uh, and, and things like this. And, you know, I, I feel like we're at the point where we need a cleansing. We need like a national enema. Let's just be real honest. Um, and uh, I, I'm not certain what form that national enema or maybe a colonic would take, uh, but I believe that uh, it's something that would benefit everybody. And we'll talk about that a little more when we get to the clown show that's happening right now in Congress with the speaker vote. But uh, regarding capturing combatants of war, Clinton can be heard on the tape saying, and then when, you know, they sent the terrorists, you know, they came across the Gaza border via an underground tunnel. They killed, captured, kidnapped the young Israeli soldier. You know, there's a sense of like one upsmanship. And in these cultures of, you know, well, if they captured a soldier, we've got to capture a soldier. I mean, she's not wrong there. What we're seeing right now is that kind of one upsmanship that has been ongoing since the foundation of Israel back in um, 1948. Yeah. Okay. And okay. Okay. All right. Send everyone waving a flag that's not the stars and stripes to whatever country they're waving the flag of. Absolutely. Get the hell out. Love it or leave it. You better gain weight. You better hit bullseye. The kid don't play. If there was a problem, yo, I'll solve it. Check out the hook while America revolves, resolves it. <laughs> okay. So. Uh, continuing on, the use of the phrase these cultures is also a bit of a head scratcher. Uh, I'm not so sure. I'm not so sure because you've got, you've got the, the Israelis and the Palestinians and both of them do not want to coexist with each other. America is very unique in that respect that we have always seen ourselves as the melting pot. Now that is to our detriment because we've allowed so many of these various cultures to come in here without uh, assimilating them into America w without teaching them truly what it means to be an American. English is not even the national language. Uh, I feel like that's so dumb. We need to have a national language so that there is a fabric that connects us. One other thing uh, that I believe is also to our detriment is our lack of connection to our ancestry, lack of connection to the the, the symbols uh, of what it meant to be part of those specific cultures. It's possible to hold on to that history, but still be part of other groups. Uh, and uh, unfortunately, uh, the people who have come here and basically infiltrated our country since the 1970s, when they basically opened up the doors on uh, unrestricted immigration, uh, those people uh, were never made to feel a part of America. And uh, all too often, they came here with the desire to fully just change it, to completely wipe the slate clean. Well, this is my country, and I am not about to sit idly by as these animals devour it and uh, turn it into something else. And right now, they're trying to turn it into something else. So, 
Uh, according to Chomsky, Clinton was gracious, personable, and pleasant throughout, as psychopaths generally are. Uh, she was talking uh, for about an hour to speak of, in addition to himself, managing editor Jerry Greenwald, uh, assistant to publisher Naomi Klaus. Klaus, Klaus Mauer, counsel Dennis Raps, and then senior editor Jason Moaz. Another part of the tape highlights something that was relatively uncontroversial at the time, but it's taken on new meaning in light of the current campaign, speaking to leaders with whom our country is not on the best terms. According to Chomsky, Clinton was uh, gracious. What the heck? I just read that again. No, they they basically repeat exactly what they said. Uh, in addition to herself, she was talking to these people. Chomsky is heard on the tape asking Clinton what now seems like a prescient question about Syria, given the disaster unfolding there and its looming threat to drag the U.S., Iran, and Russia into confrontation. Do you think it's worth talking about Syria, both from the U.S. point of view and Israel's point of view? Clinton replied, you know, I'm pretty much of the mind that I don't see what it hurts to talk to people, as long as you're not stupid and giving things away. I mean, we talked to the Soviet Union for 40 years. They invaded Hungary. They invaded Czechoslovakia. They persecuted the Jews. They invaded Afghanistan. They destabilized governments. I mean, the United States also invaded a whole bunch of countries and uh, destabilized governments as well. They put missiles 90 miles from our shores. Well, to be fair, we also put missiles right on the border of Russia as well. Um, and we never stopped talking to them. An answer that reflects her mastery of the facts, but also reflects a willingness to talk to Russia that sounds more like Trump 2016 than Clinton 2016. That's right. As soon as Donald Trump came on the scene and said all of these very logical, sensical things, it's like these leftoids just took a hard left turn and they had to completely abandon everything that Trump was saying. Trump could have come out and, and given the key to prosperity and, uh, and, and ultimate peace to the world. He, he could have said, well, I mean, he basically tried to and they stood in his way at every point. Uh, it was as if the words came from Trump's mouth or if they came from our mouths. Uh, we were bigots. Uh, we were completely insane conspiracy theorists, and they could not abide. Uh, they invaded Hungary. They invaded Czechoslovakia. Why do they keep repeating themselves? A final bit of interest to the current campaign involves an articulation of phrases that Trump has accused Clinton of being reluctant to use. Discussing the need for a response to terrorism, Clinton said, I think you can make the case that whether you call it Islamic terrorism or Islamofascism, whatever the label is we are going to give to this phenomenon, it's a threat. It's a global threat, and it needs a global response. Words that are coming back to haunt Hillary Clinton and every leftist who co-signed unrestricted Muslim immigration into the shores of the United States of America. Armies upon armies of fighting age men who are basically just waiting in the wings, ready at any moment to rise up and engage in violence. This is why I say it's always smart to make sure you have your Second Amendment supplies on hand. And considering the fact that my Patriot Supply is on screen, let me also remind you that if you want to go to the link in the description, prepare with redpill78.com, you can save up to, you can save $200 off of a three month supply of emergency food right now when you use my link, prepare with redpill78.com. Uh, it obviously supports the show in a small way. And of course, you're taking care of yourself. Uh, and thank you to my Patriot Supply for always being a sponsor. So, um, 
This is uh, very tied in to what I've been talking about, uh, because I, I've mentioned this a number of times uh, in the last couple of weeks. But, you know, there have been reports of people on the terror watch list attempting to sneak through our porous southern border that Joe Biden and Kamala Harris essentially opened the gate on and told the world, hey, guess what? We're not going to stop you. So we've got millions of people that have been coming across this border, millions of people who are being intercepted by Border Patrol, Uh, millions of people that have gone on record as entering the country, and then they just disappear into the ether. There's probably millions of additional people that we never have any opportunity to talk to, that we have no idea who they are or where they're from. But very recently, we've had 11 Middle Eastern migrants found at the Texas border in one sector of the Texas border in a single week. This is in Eagle Pass, Texas. I showed video uh, of just a stream of people coming across. Uh, this is coming from a source within the CBP, uh, and these are not just any Muslims coming through. These are 11 special interest aliens from Middle Eastern nations probably who have openly declared that they would like to do damage to the United States of America. This is during the week of October 8th to October 14th. Border Patrol apprehended six Iranian nationals. Remember, an Iranian spy ring was just busted in Washington, D.C. Iranian spy ring that was working in the Biden regime. And last year, you may remember that I I covered uh, the story of a number of Iranian nationals who were pretending to be U.S. marshals and FBI agents. Uh, they were found uh, basically to be operating a command center inside of a high-rise apartment building in Washington, D.C. They had sophisticated surveillance equipment. They had unlimited financial resources. They had all of these fake badges. They had service weapons. Uh, they had everything that you would need to pretend to be a U.S. marshal marshal or an FBI agent or a secret service, those guys, that just quietly went away. Uh, the Biden regime did not want you to know anything about that story. You know, good luck, because now it's all out in the open. But it seems like we've got an Iran problem in Washington right now. And clearly, there's an Iran problem in the Middle East. Now, this is not to say that we should go to World War Three. We just need to exercise a little bit of caution. I mean, come on, as a nation, Like, how stupid can you be? This is not our fault. This is their fault. They made this happen. And to a large degree, I think they did it on purpose. And I do think that it is getting out of hand for them at this moment. Now, this particular source at the CBP, they're anonymous because they were not authorized to speak to the press. uh, But they told Breitbart that we had single adult males from all of these nations coming across uh, from the U.S. State Department issuing warnings on terrorism. And absent any significant intelligence indicting these specific migrants posing a threat to the United States, they get released into the U.S. to pursue asylum claims. And as we've shown in the past, just because they get released into the United States to pursue their asylum doesn't mean we ever have any contact with them ever again. Joe Biden gives them a bridge card, a cell phone, uh, and then tells them to, uh, you know, run along, child. Uh, he, they probably give them an application for ballots as well. Uh, but nine times out of ten, those people never have any contact with government sources again. But the source continues these encounters of special interest migrants 
are happening uh, as tensions are rising, not only in the Middle East, but also at the southern border. Things are developing so quickly in that region, and migrants from that area continue to arrive at the southern border, uh, and it presents an intelligence challenge for us. Intelligence and the Biden administration uh, are a non-starter. Okay, those two things simply do not go together. Um, so what happens if the migrants that or the illegal aliens that they encounter are not on the known or suspected terrorist list as it's maintained by the FBI at the terrorist screening center uh, or the lack of diplomatic relations with these specific countries makes the return of these migrants almost impossible. So you've got, let's say, 11 Iranians. Uh, the United States is not on good terms with Iran. So we can't just call Iran up and say, hey, take these guys back. Iran knows they're here. Uh, any other nation that engages in terroristic activities, they know they're here. They want them here because at a certain point, perhaps today, they're going to call for a global intifada, a day of rage and uh, a day of violence. And then that is going to happen. Protect yourself. Protect your family. We've had 61,000. Millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's www.naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. NaturalHempOil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.NaturalHempOil.com. That's www.NaturalHempOil.com. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Between mass shootings, homicides, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjacking, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight includes an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope and wire cutter, siren, high and low LED lighting modes, and much more. Simply place your order now to get 66% off along with many other free bonuses before they sell out by going to www.fighterflare.com. Order now at www.fighterflare.com. Fighterflare.com. A 
human catastrophe is closing in. Nobody knows how far this one is going to go. You can feel the heat as tension is rising globally. War is expensive. Open a Noble Gold Investments IRA today, and you can claim a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin. Just use the promo code GOLD. Go to noblegoldinvestments.com now. This performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. More than 61,000 special interest aliens encountered by Border Patrol in 2023. Uh, the fiscal year ended at the end of September. That's, again, 61,000 special interest aliens that actually came into contact with Border Patrol. Uh, and in fiscal year 2022, uh, there were just over 25,500. So all told in the last two years, at least 86,000 special interest aliens who could likely be engaging in terrorist activities at a moment's notice. So uh, it gets worse. Uh, Here is a video from Houston. This should not surprise you because obviously Houston is in Texas. Many of these migrants end up staying in Texas. Uh, This is a video which shows a Houston-based school for Muslim children pledging to be soldiers and martyrs for the Iranian Ayatollah. Let's go ahead and watch the video. Well, because I don't speak this language, I don't know if it's Farsi or if it's Arabic or whatever. Uh, This was apparently on Iran's state-run Fars news agency. Fars is short for Farsi. Uh, And uh, other outlets have published this video purportedly to show kids in Houston, Texas, swearing allegiance to the regime's supreme leader. Does anybody else find it offensive um, or somewhat deferential uh, when the president, the alleged president, the resident of 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue, calls the leader of Iran the supreme leader. Like, I'm not going to call that guy a supreme leader. I mean, that shows a level of respect. Why do you need to show respect to somebody who constantly is talking about the destruction of America, uh, the destruction of our land? I, I don't think that we should. Yeah, my diversity. <laughs> Ah, that's right. Oh, gosh. All right. So this is the big deal that supposedly set all of this off. The Palestinians in the Gaza Strip. All right. They reported coming from them and the mainstream media just spurred into action, reporting it without fact checking a damn thing that 500 civilians died after the Gaza hospital was bombed. That's right, my friends, it was full of children, full of elderly, full of people who had already been persecuted by the Israelis. This errant Israeli missile, boom, hit the the hotel, the hospital, dead on, just killed everybody instantly. I saw that as 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 a headline. 
that everyone in the hospital was killed instantly. This is a Christian Al-Ali Baptist hospital in the Gaza Strip. They claimed it was hit by an explosion Tuesday that left scores of Muslims and Palestinians dead. The information was reported by the Gaza Health Ministry, and there was one image that I saw that came out which showed basically a bunch of rubble and a fire. You know, as I said before, the fog of war is thick. So anytime I get a report coming in from outside of the United States, I take it with a grain of salt. Because what are we in the midst of? Fifth generation warfare. This is all about propaganda. This is all about psyops. This is all about manipulation of your emotions and your mind. But Hamas claimed at the time that nearly 500 civilians were killed. Uh, the health ministry, of course, is run by Hamas, and they immediately blamed Israelis for the airstrike. And as a result, uh, they wanted blood. Now, the protests that we saw here in the United States of America were in response to the Hamas reports of this hospital being bombed. Now, Of course, the Israelis have to respond. An IDF spokesperson disputed allegations that it was an Israeli strike. They said from the analysis of the operational systems of the IDF, the systems that worked so well on the day that this all started off, an enemy rocket barrage was carried out towards Israel. This passed in the vicinity of the hospital when it was hit. According to intelligence information from several sources we have, the Palestinian Islamic Jihad organization is actually responsible for the failed shooting that hit the hospital. So, in long story short, the Israelis claim they didn't shoot the hospital. It was the Palestinians that hit the hospital themselves. Now, uh, as soon as that was made, well, you know, they got together and uh, and they, they put their intelligence networks to use and they put out uh, quite a bit of evidence suggesting that it was, in fact, Palestinian terrorists, not Israel, who hit this hospital in Gaza. Uh, they went through a lot of stuff. They had a press conference. Uh, they put out video, radar, maps, uh, media coverage from the alleged impact site. They also had calls that were in a, intercepted between a number of Hamas operatives, all of them suggesting that it was a Palestinian group's rocket that was launched near the hospital. It misfired and uh, and, it, and it hit the hospital, caused uh, apparently a fire, um, but the number of casualties is in dispute. Here is raw footage of that rocket going off. Let's take a look. You can see it right there. There you go. Now, of course, this view is very far away. I don't know what it hit. But I I feel that the argument that this was a Palestinian rocket is compelling. I mean, uh, it wouldn't be the first time that uh, Hamas or other terror organizations had accidentally killed their own people. Uh, Of course, any time that happens, they're going to use it in a propaganda sense uh, to generate sympathy to generate animosity as they obviously did uh the leftists here in america they came out in force all of those protests that you saw outside of the u.s embassies around the world in the muslim world it was all due to this story so uh here actually is the image that i saw first of all you have a couple of ambulances sitting in front of a large raging fire uh, and uh, this was allegedly 
the hospital that had been blown up. It was blown to smithereens, no longer standing. That was the the narrative. That was the narrative. All right. So uh, I guess it uh, it turns out that the story is a little bit more complex than that. Uh, but here is coverage from CNN. Because CNN was one of those places who immediately came out and said Israel responsible for 500 civilian deaths. Fake news CNN. Let's take a listen. Thanks for joining us once again, especially on this uh, very important day with all the breaking news. Uh, As far as this deadly Gaza hospital blast, you and other uh, spokespeople for the IDF categorically denied that Israel was behind this blast at the uh, Gaza hospital. You say it was a a Palestinian Islamic Jihad rocket that failed and exploded. I understand the IDF says it has additional evidence to support this. What is the evidence and what does it show? All right, so you can see here from this video, uh, this is allegedly the hospital that was hit. 500 people dead all over the place, all kinds of death and destruction, grisly murder. We have a full uh, accounting of exactly what the Israelis are saying happen. Uh, we also have that radar footage, night vision footage, uh, which shows in a little bit more detail uh, what took place. But we're just going to skip all of that because it's so voluminous. It's quite obvious that the rocket did come from the Gaza Strip and it didn't come from the IDF. And what's even more than that uh, is that it actually turns out that the Palestinian hospital wasn't even bombed. It was never bombed. The parking lot was hit by that errant rocket and nobody died. 500 people certainly didn't die. Maybe there was, I don't know, one or two people sitting in the parking lot. Um, but this supposed story told in the fog of war by the propagandists in Hamas, uh, was used to drum up all of this anger and spur these protests all around the world. The Palestinians uh, and the Islamic Jihad group uh, immediately got this story out to Western media, who immediately blamed Israel for the bombing. Uh, and uh, it just goes to show you that uh, these people have no desire to report accurately. They simply have a desire to get out a story that's going to twist your emotions and uh, push you to do one thing or the other. Here we have video, which is of the parking lot, clearly shows that it was the parking lot that was bombed. And uh, and you've got a fully intact hospital right here. I'm not going to turn on the sound, but oh, look at that. Look at that. Hospital's fine. So I wonder where they got that 500 dead figure. Sounds to me like they pulled it out of their ass. Sounds like they made it up. Days of Elijah. Thank you very much, buddy. Appreciate you. Hospital was built out of strong cardboard. Yeah, I mean, basically, yeah. If you're going to blow something up in the parking lot, it's going to completely take it out. Here we have an explosion impact analysis. You've got shrapnel. You've got pieces of the rocket that have been identified. Obviously, all of these cars. Uh, you've got solar panels on the hospital that are totally intact. You've got some roof damage from falling debris, but by and large, oh, also you've got. Um, uh, okay, take a look at this. 
this is a uh, crater size typical of a rocket impact right here. And then right here is an example of a Hamas rocket that was created in Israel. Uh, allegedly, they have uh, m- matched those two things up and uh, nobody died as a result. So uh, <laughs> uh, I, I want everybody to remember how easily these people lie and how quick they are to use this type of thing as a tool for propaganda. They all do it. All these governments do it. The United States government does it. The Israelis do it. The Palestinians do it. They are working overtime to twist your mind in such a fashion so that you will take the side that they tell you to take. Uh, now, Corporate media in the wake of this revelation, the, the, the truth coming out that there was no bombing of the hospital, that 500 people didn't die, uh, and even that it was a Palestinian rocket, um, instead of putting out like a full retraction, like if I get something wrong here on this channel, I'm going to come to you in the next story. In the next uh, show, and I'm going to say, hey, guys, you know, I screwed up yesterday. You know, maybe I misspoke. Uh, Maybe I I gave you information that was inaccurate. Maybe I gave you old information, and I've since been able to educate myself since the time that I was live on the air. But I'm going to come to you, and I'm going to make a retraction. What these journalists, journalists will call them, what they should be doing is making an overt notice to alert the readers of their publication that the original version of that story was incorrect. It contained false information. We might say fake news. It contained fake news. But instead what they did was go through their articles and stealthily edit the highlight, edit the headlines, And without telling anybody that it had been different at the start, you wouldn't know unless you were going to an archived version of the website. Uh, They simply just changed the narrative because they think you're too stupid to figure that out or their egos simply will not allow them to admit that they're wrong. So we had uh, outlets like CNN, Reuters and the Associated Press. Immediately, as soon as they were told that 500 died in this hospital, they went out and published that propaganda. They uh, framed the Israelis for this supposed attack, the IDF, and it began to incite these riots all around the world. Uh, once they found out that it was actually an errant Palestinian rocket, uh, they were forced to uh, to change the headline. CNN headlined its story. Israel hits hospital and school in Gaza as blockade cripples healthcare system. Now, without any attempts to hedge the fact that it was unconfirmed, because this was not confirmed from the get-go. As soon as Hamas said it, the IDF said, well, hold on a second. That's not what we saw. Uh, so then later on, they changed it to read, Israel accused of blasting hospital and school in Gaza as blockade cripples healthcare system. You can see that change made right here. Uh, going from uh, a statement of fact, as if this was the truth, uh, to now changing it to something that softens the blow just a little bit. Hundreds likely dead in Gaza hospital blast as Israeli blockade cripples medical response. See, they keep the word Israeli in there, and it draws this false equivalency between the attack and the Israelis right there. Uh, and uh, they ran that headline. Even though in the article they had uh, uh, 
quotes from IDF spokespeople uh, who said, hey, it's unclear. We don't know if the Israeli army had anything to do with it. The Wall Street Journal, they also got in on this action. Uh, their headline said, Israeli airstrike on Gaza hospital kills more than 500 Palestinian officials say. Uh, and then Reuters, uh, they blamed a, the Israeli airstrike in the lead of the story. And then later down in the article, uh, they said that Israeli officials had no details on the bombing. They also know that most people are not going to read the entirety of a newspaper article. They're going to read the headline. And then they're going to read the first paragraph and then they're going to go out and then they're going to show up in somebody else's chat and say, ah, you know, this what you're talking about is fake news. No, sorry, Buster. I've done a little bit more research than you might think. Here's another one uh, from White House correspondent. An Israeli airstrike killed hundreds of people at Gaza City Hospital on Tuesday, health authorities in the Hamas-run enclave said. And the United Nations said an Israeli strike also hit one of its schools being used as a shelter. The Associated Press also initially reported that Israeli airstrikes were the alleged cause of the hospital bombing by headlining their article, Hundreds Killed in Israeli Airstrike on Gaza City Hospital, Health Ministry Says. But then the piece went into a little bit more detail, uh, talking about the Israelis blocking Palestinians' access to water, fuel, and food since the attack began on October 7th. Then later on, they changed it. Uh, the headline first changed to Hamas-run health ministry says Israeli airstrike on hospital kills hundreds. And then later, they changed it to blast kills hundreds at Gaza hospital. Hamas and Israel trade blame as Biden heads to the Middle East. Uh, for all of the talk about fake news by the mainstream media on independent journalists, podcasters, and citizens like myself, it's quite funny to me how they get caught lying flat out to the American people. Anybody watching for the first time or maybe thinking that I'm an asshole, why don't you look into Project Mockingbird, which was the CIA's program to insert their agents into mainstream news outlets all across America. So beginning in, I think it was like the 1960s, they worked on getting people into newspapers, radio, and television. Well, now today, the CIA has basically overtaken the mainstream media apparatus here in the United States of America. That's my opinion. Uh, but if you take a look at the church committee hearings and the statements by the CIA at that time uh, and recognize that when an agency or a government is allowed in, when they seize that power or they take that right from you or they tax you in one form or another, they're not going to be so quick to relinquish that power or that agency or that messaging. They're going to use it. They're going to use it to the best of their ability because they've got goals. They know exactly what they want to do. And using you, pitting us against each other, the right and the left, the middle against the right, the middle against the left, gay against straight, black against white, doesn't matter who it is. They want us hating each other so that we're not paying attention to the corruption of the deep state new world order that has taken over our country and most Western nations all across the world. So I think you guys get the 
point here with this. Uh, now, of course, Hamas is uh, not buying, or at least publicly, they are uh, decrying Israel's alleged um, uh, set of evidence suggesting that uh, they didn't blow up that hospital. They call it an outrageous lie. Um, and I think that probably one of the most convincing elements of the Israelis' argument is the wiretap phone call between Hamas representatives where they're talking about how it's a misfired rocket. Um, and, uh, of course, there's also the, the small matter of the hospital still standing. Um, yeah, so that's uh, pretty blatant, basically. Um, we also have uh, exclusive non-public Israeli satellite video, which also shows the intact hospital after the rocket hit the parking lot. Let's uh, – oh, no. Actually, this is the same video that we watched before. Why is this replayed here? Oh, no. Here we go. This is a bird's-eye view from the eye in the sky. Let's take a look. Order your free Donald Trump collector's gold bar now. We're giving these beautiful Trump gold bars to any patriot who wants All right. So clearly, there was uh, an explosion or something, but, oh, look at that, the hospital. And the hospital is still standing. Narrative blown. Let me just say thank you so much to, I'm sorry, I cannot read your name, um, Murmur, Murmured the Remember? Milnor? It looks like it's in Viking or something like that. Runic. But anyways, says, uh, gifted the can. Uh, someone was generous with me today, so I wanted to share that with some of my favorite pilled family members. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. What's up, Matt? 1776. Good to see you out there, brother. Thank you, as always, for giving us a free speech, a true free speech platform. If you are not also registered on pilled.net, if you're only over there on Getter or you're only over there on Rumble, I think that you need to make sure you go to pilled p-i-l-l-e-d dot net and get signed up and you can follow me there uh, because if something happens to me on any of these platforms something tells me pilled is going to be the last one standing but the time traveling hipster i love your name uh recognizes that i did a cover of vanilla ice earlier uh what year is it yes awesome i am not a time traveler <laughs> oh daft punk that's another one of my favorites how cool is that uh, all right so um, all of this animosity, it's, it's bleeding into the rest of the world. The, the, the war in the Middle East between Hamas and Israel, I, I think it's undoubtedly going to escalate. The only question is, like, how far out of hand is it going to get? Uh, Buck Wine, Wayne says, bomb the parking lot, classic Barney Fife move. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, they, they probably were uh, were pretty grateful at the time that they only bombed the parking lot. I mean, that was a close call. I, I'm going to I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give them that. But uh, in Germany, in Berlin, even uh, there has been a firebombing of a Jewish synagogue synagogue by uh, by protesters with Molotov cocktails. Um, I don't know who actually committed this act, but they just call them assailants. They threw two Molotov cocktails early this morning at a synagogue in the center center of the German capital. Um, 
it could be Germans with ill will towards uh, Jews in Germany. But I find that highly unlikely because Germany has essentially been doing a reprogramming of their citizenry since the end of World War Two. And a lot of that was done with the help of other nations. So I'd say that the most likely culprit are the same types of Islamic extremists that we've been talking about throughout most of this broadcast. But uh, unknown persons threw two Molotov cocktails from the street. Uh, and that's really all we know. People are investigating an attempted serious arson. It sounds like uh, two people showed up around 345 in the morning. They threw the cocktails. Uh, they burst on the sidewalk next to the building, which means there was no real damage to the synagogue. And then they ran away. They covered their face and they ran away. Now, a couple of hours later, when police were investigating the incident, uh, a 30-year-old man approached the synagogue on a scooter, threw it aside, and tried running toward the building. Uh, the police officers detained him. He resisted and he shouted anti-Israeli slogans. Uh, and of course, Germany is shocked. I, I mean, I'm not shocked. I don't think there's anything shocking about this. This is the natural result of the world that you and the rest of the leaders of these Western nations have created. Uh, this is exactly what we all could have foreseen if only the politicians running our countries didn't have their heads up their asses 24 hours a day. Or <clears throat> if they made a decision to actually act in the best interest of the people of their nations. Instead of importing cheap labor and Islamic extremists, extremists of any type, religion, creed, color, any of them from all over the world. It seems like the, the crazier the better. That's all they're looking for. Also, the University of Pennsylvania becomes uh, another um, big university to lose major donors over their – Lack of attempts to quell anti-Semitism on their campuses. Of course, if you are a conservative and you support Donald Trump or you believe there's only two genders or you believe that there is uh, an agenda to push the trans ideology on children, all of that is hate speech. All of that is not allowed. But, uh, of course, the leftists that make up these universities, uh, they've been brainwashed and, uh, uh, you know, they have feelings about Israel based upon the situation that's happening over there. So you've got all this, all this anti-Semitism that's rising up, of course, and they, the same people who are now engaging in anti-Semitism called us anti-Semites, but obviously we are far from that. I want everybody to live happily. I want everybody to, to live side by side, walking down the street, hand in hand, not worrying about somebody running up with a suicide bomb uh, or worrying about uh, the, the Mossad shooting me with the rocket. I don't want any of that stuff. Uh, and I think that people just need to get along. But uh, free speech is essentially dead in this country unless you are the radical left. Then you can basically say whatever it is you want. Uh, yeah, Sister Golden Hair, I can totally see that happening. I think the cartel is already largely in power in the southwestern states. They've clearly got their own presence here in America. Um, they may be working with Islamic extremists or they may just take advantage of a situation uh, to, uh, uh, to, to engage in something that would hurt us. Now, the one reason I think they wouldn't want to depose the current United States government is because it, it's a free-for-all, okay? They own 
a number of elements inside the state and federal governments. They have people bought and paid for. They're able to operate and cross the border with impunity. If they were to engage in some sort of violent actions against the government of the United States, well, then they would be disrupting their own illegal drug selling and manufacturing operation. So I think it's a lot more likely that the attacks that may happen would be coming directly from Islamic extremists. And, you know, at that point, uh, the, uh, the cartel on the border, they might actually take out some of them. I'm not, I don't know. I'm not trying to say that we should team up with the cartel. We need to get them the hell out of the United States as well. All right. Do you guys remember when Donald Trump's tax returns were released? Uh, this was actually an illegal act. Uh, and it apparently came as a result of this guy. He was an employee at the IRS. His name was Charles Chaz Littlejohn. Uh, now, he's also worked for a major donor to Joseph Robinette Biden, and uh, they have mysteriously won this big new contract with the IRS. This lucrative contract is to modernize the computer databases uh, at the same Washington firm, Booz Allen Hamilton, that employed this This guy right here, the man who pleaded guilty last week to stealing and leaking thousands of private tax documents of wealthy Americans, which included President Donald J. Trump. The uh, theft uh, of these IRS documents uh, represents the third major breach of confidential and classified government information by Booz Allen Hamilton contractors over the last decade. That includes Edward Snowden's 2013 leak, which exposed the National Security Administration's worldwide anti-terror surveillance program. Uh, I tend to think that the deep state needed to take that program out so that it couldn't be used against them and, of course, the Islamic terrorists that they wanted to import into the United States. So Charles Chaz Littlejohn, he was working on an IRS contract for Booz Allen Hamilton in 2018 when he stole more than two decades of President Trump's personal tax records from IRS computers. And then later on, he leaked them to The New York Times, which published a very negative story about President Trump's long sought tax returns. This was just several weeks before the 2020 election. Uh, and uh, of course, you, you would be uh, uh, forgiven for thinking that this might have had an overt effect on President Trump's chances. Certainly, they used it as an excuse as to why they stole the election and gave it to Joe Biden. But I think that the United States of America, the people who were already supporting Donald Trump, we saw that for what it was. It was an illegal action. It was a breach of privacy. President Donald Trump was a victim, and the New York Times was complicit in that crime committed against him. I'm wondering why it is that the New York Times doesn't have any legal charges against him. That should not have been okay for them to publish that stuff. Now, after the election, Little John also leaked a trove of sensitive IRS data on Elon Musk, Michael Bloomberg, and other billionaires, and that includes some major conservative donors. All of it was given to ProPublica. Why isn't ProPublica facing legal jeopardy? They are a left a left leaning news site. Uh, that then used the information given by Little John to write a series of secret IRS file articles. Uh, and they talked about how rich people use loopholes and uh, certain tricks to avoid paying taxes. All of it completely legal. 
You know, President Trump famously said that uh, the laws are written in such a way that uh, you need to know how to work within them. Uh, that goes for every single one of you out there who is a resident or a, a citizen of the United States who pays taxes on your income. You have to know how to structure your income so that you pay in as little as possible because the United States government will always take as much money as you're willing to give them. There are legal ways to reduce your tax burden to something very, very close to zero, depending on uh, how much money you make. Now, the uh, lawyer for President Trump, Alina, H- Alina Haba, said that she suspects that Little John was an operative in a broader political conspiracy uh, to sabotage President Trump in the 2020 election. I tend to agree with that. Uh, and that makes uh, a lot of sense when you recognize that the place he was working just got another contract at the IRS. Jim Kyle says, has anybody seen Nancy Pelosi daughter's documentary Insurrection Next Door should have been named Erection Next Door? I am. Oh, Oinker Space. You don't know what Muffin Gate is? I might have to play Muffin Gate here uh, before we go tonight, guys. Um, I haven't seen that, Jim. I, I I actually saw it like pop up on HBO the other day, and I I kind of teasingly asked the audience if we should do a watch party. Um, if we watched it together, then Nancy Pelosi wouldn't get credit for all of us watching it individually. I, I think it would be incredibly difficult to watch, but I also think that it would give us an opportunity to kind of debunk it live as we're going through. I don't know, you guys. Um, you guys tell me if you want to watch Nancy Pelosi's daughter's documentary. So what little John did, I do not believe he did it alone. It cost my client thousands of votes and it was all by design. Of course it was. These people are so corrupt. They will do anything and everything within their power to destroy the people who stand in their way. The people who stand for the American people. We had uh, Little John also donating to Democrats. Uh, he struck a deal with federal prosecutors in which he copped to a single count of disclosing tax information without authorization. He is facing the maximum fine of five years, but his plea deal calls for an estimated range of eight to 14 months, and he's scheduled to be sentenced on January 29th. That looked more like a Hunter Biden plea deal, Haba said. Uh, a slap on the wrist, essentially. Uh, now, of course, uh, Booz Allen Hamilton, their name was kept out of the papers. Uh, they are the most profitable government contractor in the world. They've been connected to a number of high-profile Democrats over the years. That includes former employee James Clapper, who was, of course, Obama's intelligence czar. Uh, Clapper was involved in an intelligence community operation just weeks before the 2020 election when he was involved with signing that letter stating that the Hunter Biden laptop had all the hallmarks of Russian disinformation. He lied and so did all of those other CIA scumbags and intelligence community flappers that signed that document. At least two Obama administration alumni currently sit on the board at Booz Allen Hamilton. President Clinton's IRS commissioner also holds a seat. During that 2020 election cycle, federal records show that Booz Allen Hamilton contributed a total of $238,776 to Joseph Robinette Biden compared to the 85657 they donated to Trump. They also gave almost four times 
more money to the Democrat National Committee than to the Republican Committee. So you take a guess as to where their political leanings lie. Investigators were closing in on Little John this summer while the Biden administration had decided to rehire Booz Allen Hamilton for this IRS contract. Uh, it was a, a, a contract with a value of $2.6 billion. But despite that fact that uh, Little John had engaged in these illegal activities using the access he gained from his employment at Booz Allen Hamilton, they were still considered and they got the job. So this massive new IRS contract uh, just might not be a coincidence. It might explain why the Biden regime will not identify Little John's employer by name in court papers or any press releases where they talk about this case. If you look at the press releases from the DOJ, all it says is that Little John served as a contractor to Company A, a consulting firm that serviced public and private clients. Now, the Treasury Department, which, of course, oversees the IRS, also investigated Little John. They also have not identified Booz Allen in any of their paperwork as well. Uh, and none of the lawyers representing Little John have commented on this. Uh, you'd think that the media in Washington, D.C. have just done a total blackout, uh, only referring to Little John as an IRS contractor. This is the same type of stuff that happens all the time in Washington, D.C. This is the same type of stuff that happens in the mainstream fake news media. The reason that they don't get called out is because they have time to intelligence and to so many Democrats. It is not a coincidence that Booz Allen Hamilton received a $2.6 billion contract after one of their employees stole the tax data of Americans who were arguably working to ensure that the nation got off on the right foot. Instead, uh, all they did was shoot themselves in the foot because they've exposed themselves for exactly what they are. All right, guys, before we leave today, the second vote for Speaker of the House happened earlier today. And unfortunately, this time, 22 rhinos chose not to vote for Jim Jordan, voting for people who are not even running for Speaker of the House. Rumor is that Steve Scalise was working behind the scenes to undermine Jim Jordan before that vote even took place today. So uh, we had 22 votes. Uh, here they say 20 turncoats. No, this is the first vote. Where's the second vote? Uh, do, do, do. Huh. Hang on just a second. I think I pulled up. There we go. I pulled up the wrong article. Let me pull up this one. And I, I put the, the, the number for Congress, the general switchboard, on the thumbnail for this video. Uh, hopefully, you guys are able to call that if you haven't done that already. Um. <laughs> oh, LKW Cross. Yeah, yeah. I, I have my... Uh, I have my moments, okay? Uh, again, this is this is the hazard of being your own producer. So 22 turncoat Republicans this time. They voted for people like uh, Kevin McCarthy, uh, Lee Zeldin, Byron Donalds, uh, Mike Garcia, Steve Scalise, Kay Granger, Candace Miller. Who are these people? John Boehner? We don't need John Boehner in there. Bruce Westerman. 
Benny Johnson actually shared their direct lines, um, but I really liked the uh, uh, what happened on Monday with people just calling the general number and essentially putting pressure on all of Congress. You know, because this is not simply an issue with you know Steve Womack and Pete Stauber and Mike Simpson. The rest of the conference needs to put the pressure on these people to accept the fact that the American people want Jim Jordan to be Speaker of the House. The more resistance they give to Jim Jordan becoming Speaker, the more certain I am that we need him as Speaker. Jim Kyle says we need a fourth party. Well, we, we've got a fourth party. We've got they've got a number of parties. What we need to do is take over the Republican Party. We need to get rid of these ineffectual, uh, just poorly placed leaders, the, 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 the elected representatives who are doing everything they can to not give the American people what we need. This is why I said we need that enema, national enema, because uh, there is – there's not a lot that can be done for most of these people, but you put enough pressure on these people, you uh, you make them feel the pinch in the same way that we're feeling the pinch, and uh, sometimes they find the will to get it done. So the votes are going to continue, but the rumor is that there are uh, people who are hoping to make Speaker pro tempore Patrick McHenry, the permanent speaker, uh, he, as far as I know, has not put his name into the hat, um, but he is a very close individual with Kevin McCarthy. Uh, so if McHenry were given a longer term speakership rule, uh, then the House would work the same way procedurally as if there were an elected speaker in place. So he can continue in the speaker pro tempore role, but it just means that the Republicans don't get to choose who the speaker of the House is. Uh, I think that McHenry is going to do everything that McCarthy would have done. Uh, McHenry for his part, says, uh, I don't want anything to do with that. I'm interested in electing a speaker. I like that. Thank you, McHenry. He says, that's not something I'm seeking. I'm not asking for anything. Uh, I think that we need to do what we did for Kevin McCarthy. We need to vote over and over and over again until these people are willing to come to an agreement. Because if they come back every other day, Voting and then not electing anybody, they're going to keep this up till Christmas and even farther, and they're going to continue on business as usual. The Dems still have no clue what MAGA means. Huh? I think you're right. Um, also, let me say thank you very much to CyberXSpeed for that cookie. Optimus Grind for the shades. Shonjo, thanks for the cookie. Two cookies. H2O Maven, thank you for the can. 123SKG, thank you for the can. Shonjo, thanks for the cookie. FilterDog1, uh, Just Human did some debunking of false info on this morning. Good tools. Um, who cares? Said Germany is siding with Turkey. High five, Zach, and RPGF. Porpoiseful says, thank you for all your work, Zach. Boise Blanc 89, thank you for the cookie. H2O Maven says, why do we need a speaker? This is showing the defunct government. I agree with you. Uh, and uh, as I said before, I am perfectly happy with them being unable to come to an agreement because it does show just how corrupt the government is. Um, ideally, we would get a speaker who would then set the agenda to give America what we need. But I'm perfectly happy to watch them limp along up until 2024 without being able to come to an agreement because you're right. 
it does show that the uniparty is standing in the way of true progress, of, of, of true restoration of this country. Um, let's see. M. The Painter says uh, Rhino exposure operation is going well. Yes. All of those 22 rhinos have put themselves on display. And I think that it's incumbent upon us to get them out of office. Uh, who cares? Says, no, Zach, they want the pro tempore to have the same powers as the speaker. Yeah, they, they want to keep him in this interim role to make him the de facto speaker so that they don't have to go and elect Jim Jordan. So I, I, I understand. Uh, Keystone Channel, good to see you live again. Good to see you, Keystone Channel. Wow, been a long time. Porpoiseful, thank you very much for that cookie. All right, yes. Diane, they are working for themselves. And this is ultimately why I'm okay with the government grinding to a halt. You know, they, they don't need to elect a speaker. The pro tempore can continue uh, to referee. Uh, they can continue to pass bills. But unfortunately, the things that they're able to agree on are just not good for America. So once again, a national enema. That's what I think we're calling for. All right. And uh, I don't think that there are any other thank yous on any other platforms. Yes, Diana, you are very welcome. Thank you for being here. <clears throat> okay, just checking my phone. I don't see anything coming through. So uh, before we go, let me just uh, remind you of my good friend Mike Lindell at MyPillow.com. Let me get this up on screen. When you go to MyPillow.com, Make sure that you use code RP78 to save up to 80% off every single product that Mike makes. It's all American-made. It's of the utmost quality. You can get mattresses, mattress toppers, um, bath towels, beach towels, bath robes, slippers, pillowcases, the Giza Dream Sheets. All of them are just the best things that you could sleep on or lounge around in. So when you support Mike Lindell, you support Red Pill 78, use code RP78 and save bigly. Uh, of course, my friends at My Patriot Supply, prepare with Red Pill 78. Dot com. Use code. Well, you you won't need a code because you're going to go to my special website, but you'll save $200 off an emergency supply of food for three months. And then my friends at onenessdrops.com, onenessdrops.com. When you're there, use code RP78 to save 15% off every order of chlorine dioxide water purification kits. Someone reached out to me yesterday and said that their mother was diagnosed with cancer. Uh, hey, it's not going to hurt to add chlorine dioxide to your regimen uh, if you are looking to do non-traditional uh, treatments on something like that. And also, if you or uh, your family members are facing cancer or a diagnosis of something dire like that, I would recommend all of my interviews with Ty and Charlene Bollinger and their website, thetruthaboutcancer.com. But starting here at onenessdrops.com is a great place to go. RP78 to save 15% off. It will make your water safe to drink. It's great to have on hand when you're going camping or when you're uh, putting it in your bug out bag or just keeping it in the, uh, in the cupboard and taking it every single day. So, uh, thank you. I hope that you guys can join me and Brad tonight at 9 p.m. Eastern for another episode of Altered State. Until that time, good luck and God bless. We'll see you tonight.
I'm muted. I'm so sorry, guys. Um, I'm in going. 2000, to... uh, in 2017. Sorry, sorry. I fr- I didn't realize that I was muted. Let me go ahead and play Muffin Gate here on screen for you guys. For anybody who's still here, I'm sure that people left when I uh, wasn't speaking. Okay, so let's go to the raw mac and uh here we go here is muffin gate if you haven't seen it before then you're in for a treat in 2017 so in 2017, <laughs> my wife uh, put that hard drive in a suitcase for me. I'll just tell the story. Um, oh, sorry about that. Oh, Holy jeez, okay. you guys! I'm so sorry. That was very scary. Chi-Chi and Muffin got into a fight just below me, and I couldn't get in the midst of them. That was the worst one ever. Okay, all right. I uh, have a dog named Muffin, by the way. Oh, that's okay. that's cool. She's normally a very good dog. Yeah. So. <laughs> John was such a pro. John was such a pro because he just went straight through. He was like, I'm just going to roll with it. So anyways, my heart was beating so fast. I, I was about to hyperventilate. Recently, before that date, Muffin and Chi-Chi had gotten into a fight, and I tried to separate them, and Muffin bit me. Like, she actually, like, punctured through my arm. I had a hole going straight through my arm. So I was a little bit cognizant of the fact that uh, I could definitely get bit doing this. And, of course, you know, I mean, a dog starts biting, and you got to put him down. That was the last thing I wanted. But anyways, I will find the four non-blondes. Actually, you know what? I got it on... Telegram uh, here. The, the, the four non-blondes version is probably the best one. Uh, Muffin Gate. Here we go. Let me see. Uh, honey, did you not tag it with Muffin Gate? Let me go to media. See if I can find it that way. I know that you posted it in the last couple of months. Of course, I, I've posted quite a bit myself, so there's a lot of stuff to scroll through. Hmm. <sighs> Honey, do you have uh, a copy of it you can send me? Let me see if I can search on my phone to find it. Cancel. Search. Muffin gate. There it is. Now, that's a meme that somebody made. That's another meme that somebody made. Yeah, I guess um, I guess I don't have it, guys. Green star. Yeah, green. So, um, okay. Yeah, Lisa's going to find it. it. It was made by Sir William Scott. And then uh, Green Star, like, resurrected it. And um, Lisa's going to find it on her phone, and I'm going to go ahead and play it for you guys. I can't believe I can't find it in my Telegram. I, I mean, 
I know I published it there. I sent it to your phone. Okay, here, here it is. Lisa just sent it to me, so hang on for just a second. And uh, the one thing I like about not being on YouTube is that there's uh, no copyright infringement. So there, uh, there would be uh, in the instance of this for sure because it's got that song. Uh, hold on. How do I get to the... Oh, that's old. God, I'm back to 2021. 2023. Okay. And... Okay, so drop this on my computer. And... Downloads... What's the name of the file? Clean up by date created. Okay, here it is. Okay, get ready for a treat. Wow. Um, so in 2017. All right. <laughs> That's it. Um, Rebel Nader, I, I don't know what the subject for tomorrow's Taking It Back is yet. Oh, hang on. All right. Um, for Altered State, I actually am not clear on what we're talking about. I got to actually meet with Brad right after this. But uh, we're going to go ahead and call it there. I won't play the outro. Thanks for hanging out, guys. Thanks for doing the overtime. And uh, hopefully I see you tonight, 9 p.m., Badlands Media, Altered when it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new eBooks titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now.
Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare flashlight. The Fighter Flare flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. www.fighterflare.com. Order now.